Welcome to Viterbi Voices from our fancy schmancy Viterbi admission studios, mm-hmm. the very technical space that is just usually known as my office. <laughs> <laughs> this is Viterbi Voices episode 18. Episode 18. Ooh. We're so close to 20. So close. So close to 20. Mm-hmm. Um, and for episode 18, we're doing something a little bit different. And mm-hmm. this episode is our first little mini series of Girls Who Code. Um, Girls Who Code, most listeners would be familiar with that term as a fantastic organization that works to get young girls in high school excited, even younger girls, Mm -hmm. about programming and computer science, and they do great, great stuff. Um, We're just kind of piggybacking that name and Mm -hmm. and using it as an opportunity to start to get a lot of our women here in computer science and computer engineering to just get on the podcast and tell us about their lives, right. uh, how they got into computer science, mm-hmm. what they're doing in computer science, what they want to do in computer science, how right. they felt when they made this decision to go into it, what they found. Mm-hmm. I think in this mini series, we're going to uh, interview lots of women yeah. here. It's like and part one. This is part one. Part one. This we is got part more one. Coming. We got more to come. Um, and I think everyone's going to tell a slightly different story, but I think it's important for uh, girls out there that are thinking about computer science to hear different uh, people's stories um, mm-hmm. and and what uh, how people have you know uh, addressed common problems how there might be unique problems unique right. solutions to problems that are out there because this is definitely one area where as a country we all need to do a lot better I mm-hmm. mean we're excited in the Viterbi School of Engineering to have a strong representation of women in engineering more than twice the national average in our last three incoming classes. Uh, and computer science is, is one of the, uh, uh, is, a, is a very, very strong program as well uh, inside of that. So um, this is uh, Shelly and Izzy. Izzy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shelly and Izzy are, are both actually different majors. Shelly's studying computer science and Izzy's studying computer science with games. an emphasis in games. Yeah. And they both are actually both doing the minor in applied computer security, which is hacking. Mm-hmm. So if anyone's listening to a couple episodes ago, well, which was a while back. Oh, no, God, what number was that? I don't remember what number that was. It might have been a single number. That, that might have been, been like eight or something. I think it was. So that we did a whole episode on hacking and cybersecurity with Professor Joe, Joe Greenfield, and they've taken Joe Greenfield's class. And they so survived. They survived. And they, they and, stuck with it. And so. you'll hear some stories about that. Um, but, yeah, so let's let's just get out of the way and, mm-hmm. and hand it over to Izzy and Shelly to talk about the stuff that they do with computer science courses, hacking, cybersecurity, video game design, mm-hmm. interning at Facebook, uh, interning at uh, Infinity Ward Games mm-hmm. and working on Call of Duty yeah. uh, and what it's like to be a girl who codes. Yeah. Uh, so um, why don't, uh, you, for, I was asked of everybody, do you guys listen to podcasts? No. No. Okay. Well, now you're going to because you're going to be on one. <laughs> no, yeah. So, I mean, the point that we always try to do is just have conversation. And, and the, the best we can do is to forget about any type of microphones in this fancy recording studio of ours. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think first, if you could tell um, uh, us you know, who, who you are. I mean, people listening don't know what your name is or where you're from or what you're studying. And then we can get to talking about uh, the idea of coding and stuff like that and being a, a female in computer science related programs. So why don't we start with you? Yeah. Um, I'm Shelly. I'm a junior in computer science from Seattle, and I came into computer science having like a little bit of programming experience, but not very much, just kind of like a push in the general direction. Um, and then coming in, I took all the classes, was like, okay, this is what I want to do. 
specifically what I want to do within the field. Kind of still not sure, but like definitely trying a lot of things. I'm in the applied computer security minor. Um, cool. So I'm learning a lot about digital forensics because that's the specific part of the minor that I'm really interested in. And then at USC, I'm the president of ACM. And then I also had a large role in HackSC, which was the largest student-run hackathon on campus last semester. And then I've also been a course producer for data structures and computer science. Cool. You're just in it to win it. Miss <laughs> Comsci right there, yeah. Well, where are you from, sorry? Seattle. 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 Okay, cool. Did you always know computer science was going to be your thing? Um, when did you know? So I actually was really interested in math for a math. really long time. Um, and one of my math teachers was like, hey, I teach the AP computer science course. You should, like, try this out. And, you know, when you're in high school, you're like, okay, got to get a certain number of APs. And, like, mm. I was like, okay, like, this one seems interesting. And I just chose it kind of thinking that it was going to be, like, a kind of more like a EE type of a class. Like, I thought we were going to build computers. And then yeah. when I got into the class, they were like, no, we're going to, like, program computers. And I was like, okay, cool. Let's just do that and roll with it. <laughs> um and, like, it was interesting, and I wasn't bad at it, so... Yeah. Um, just after taking that class... It and just clicked for you. It clicked, yeah. Okay, cool. Izzy. Uh, yeah, so I'm Izzy. I'm a junior in computer science games. Okay. Uh, I'm from Las Vegas. I really like hot weather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is cold right now for you. Yeah. Yeah, it's too cold. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I came here. Um, I'm also doing the applied computer security minor. But um, I'm more in it for the ethical hacking part of it. The white hat? Yeah. Okay. Because um, I just think the teacher who teaches those classes is pretty awesome. Who's that? Uh, Chiso. Chiso? Yeah. Okay. He, he's really awesome. Cool. So. Have you guys had uh, Joe Greenfield? Yeah. 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 Forensics. Yeah. He was an earlier episode of our podcast. <laughs> he made so us cry. He, 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 <laughs> he scared the living daylights out of us. We were just like, no. We, there were multiple points in that conversation, and if you go back and listen to the episode, Kelly and I are just sitting here like this. Like, it just <laughs> silence. He's like hacking, like... Telling us these horror like, stories yeah, of things that are happening yeah. and things that we know that are happening, but it's like, I... I, I, I don't know what to do now. I don't know how to operate. Like, we're going... Yeah, we're all going like, to die. Like, we're all <laughs> done for. Yeah. But yeah, he was cool. I did interviews with him today, too, actually. So Ooh, I, was, that'd be fun. I spent most of my morning with, with Joe. Today. Um, so uh, at, at kind of devoting this episode to this concept of Girls Who Code, and, and I know that there's a whole uh, program in, 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 in place called Girls Who Code, but I think just more talking about the idea of the current state of women in computer science and would love to talk to you about, you know, how... You thought about it going going into it, what you think of it now, and what you're doing. I'd love to talk more about like Hack SC and your minors and, and applied computer security and, and ACM, the Association for Computing Machinery. That's a lot of topics, but yeah, I mean, yeah, what, what, yeah what, do you, what do you want to jump into? Uh, well, in my part of computer science, which is With like games, games yeah. right. it's even worse. Like I have to say, like... There's even fewer girls. Mm-hmm. Um, at my internship last year... In the profession, in the idea yeah, in the profession. Uh, yeah, there were 50 engineers, and it was me and one other female. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> um, yeah, and we were working on like this big AAA video game, and it's just like, this is real. This is what it's actually like. Where were you at? I was at uh, Infinity Ward. Okay. Working on the, um, the Call of Duty for this year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. cool. Good stuff. Can you tell us anything about it? No. No? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Like, 
just um, they announced on February 8th that it's Call of Duty, and now I can say that. Like now, uh, and, like, oh, now you can tell people, oh, because, that like, me. Like, I couldn't, like, before then. Like, it was like, what'd you do over the summer? Like, I can't tell you. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's super cool. Mm. Did you like what you were doing? I did. Yeah. Like, my team was great. Like, it was just really fun. Um, it was uh, in Woodland Hills, so just, like, up in the valley. Yeah. So I stayed at USC and just, like, cool. Went. Do you think any of those guys have any sense of what you're feeling? Um, like, do they notice it? I kind of, it's almost like, no one really says anything about it's it. It's the elf in the room? Yeah. Well, um, I mean, there's a lot of girls around, but they're not in the engineering side of it. Got but, it. like, around the studio, yeah, there's a bunch of girls. But um, it's because, you know, it's interdisciplinary, like, in the of studio. Of course, yeah. Uh, but I would just say, like, in our engineering meetings, that's when I kind of feel it. Yeah. It's not awkward. It's just, like... Well, I guess that's my point, is that I, I know... I know that young women going through this process are very aware of the fact when they're one of two. Like let's look, let's look at it from a high school perspective. I know it's a long time ago, <laughs> but uh, from it's you're very aware of it when you're one of two girls in the AP Physics class, right? And that's kind of this trend that most of our students here get used to, and they hopefully find they find difference when they get here. There's more, um, but then going out into industry and being that again, do you think any of the guys in those situations? The other 48 or the other, you know, uh, 24 guys in that room, do they ever notice that that you're one of two? Do they ever bring it up? No, no one ever brings it up. No? Yeah. Also, it's like, I'm not only just one of the girls, I'm like definitely the youngest person. So that's also kind of... Oh, it's a double whammy. Yeah. Yeah, being the intern. Yeah. Yeah, that's hard. What about with classes? Classes, do you... Well, so I have a kind of different perspective because sure, sure. I came from an all-girls high school so oh. you're like yes boys come to <laughs> so like going from classes that were 100% female right like AP computer science was probably about 30 girls okay and there are no guys in my class besides a teacher so yeah. <laughs> um like if there was one boy in the class I'd be like what like what, what's, what's going happening? on what's um, so I feel like coming in I definitely notice it but I'm not sure if, like, to the extent that I noticed it would be how other people noticed sure. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think when I came in, it was probably about 20%. I don't know if that's changed. Um, yeah, I mean, each, our incoming yeah. classes last year was 38% women. Yeah, so it's definitely increasing. And when you came in, it was more like 30 Yeah, and I've seen four. that with, you know, just becoming or being a TA. Like, it seems like there's more girls. Yeah. Um, and it's something you notice. I think it's definitely becoming less noticeable, and I don't know if that's something I'm getting used to or if – it's a number that's becoming better. Mm-hmm. Um, in my internships, I've worked on front end, and in front end, it seems like there are more women in general. Um, I don't know if that's because there are just more women in art, which is kind of related to front end. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it's noticeable, but I don't necessarily think I, I see that I've ever experienced like a negative experience with that. Okay, but it it's interesting. It's different. When I'm in a GE, I'm like, wow, there's so many girls. <laughs> yeah. So um, how – so the, what's cool, I think, about our program and what's hard because your context is only our program, but nationwide, the national average of women in engineering programs as a whole is around 18%. And for computer science programs, it's even lower than that. And here we're at – incoming classes last year was 38% women. Um, we're on track this year to bring in 40% women. 
which is really exciting. And in computer science, it's roughly around 30, uh, which is still huge compared to what we're dealing with. Um, how do you think that we can be, if we were able to address this towards high school students that are out there that might be listening, how do you think we can continue to change that? How, how, what, what can high schools do to, to make sure that in a couple years' time, the college classrooms are even more diverse, and then, then the industry as a result becomes hopefully a little better and a little more diverse in those engineering and programming communities. Yeah, I think um, just talking with different people, everyone kind of has a different thing that they pinpoint as like the reason why it's happening. For me, it seems like kind of a twofold thing in lots of different areas. Computer science isn't something that was readily available at least when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, I know it's getting a little bit better, but still there are a lot of people who are like, oh, I didn't have AP computer science. So it's kind of a matter of trying to figure it out on your own Mm -hmm. um, or depending on other programs that are being offered. So I think just making those programs more readily available um, gets exposure not only to females but everybody else, um, but in bringing in or in like leading that exposure, uh, you will get more females just because I feel like a lot of the times – Um, people are like, oh, you're more likely to be an engineer if, like, your parents are an engineer, right? Mm -hmm. And currently, there are more males that are scientists. Sure, yeah. You know, um, it kind of perpetuates that stereotype. But um, the second part is just making girls know that, like, there are other women in computer science and, like, showing them there are role models that you can look up to and seeing, like, being able to see someone that looks exactly like you. Yeah. It it really gives that message, like, I can do this. Like, if that person did that, I can do this. And if that person believes in me, then I should believe in me. And I think just um, having more women like in the workforce or just like displaying um, good role models for girls that are girls is definitely beneficial. And I think it makes it easier for them to see themselves in that position. Outside of, I mean, Izzy, I want to talk about gaming in a minute, but this is probably a separate question. Why is computer science cool to you? Hey, y'all, sorry for the interruption, but I wanted to let you know that we have a number of campus visit programs available to you right now. If you want to check out what campus is like, if you want to learn more about the Viterbi School of Engineering, go to viterbi.link slash visit. That's V-I-T-E-R-B-I dot link slash visit, where you can learn about our Viterbi visit experiences that happen on most Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. We have some virtual events that happen on occasional weekdays and occasional Saturdays. Plus, we have some transfer virtual admission sessions where you can learn all about how to get those courses ready for transferring. We want to meet you. We will have lots of opportunities to do it and it's happening all summer long but get your registration in now at viterbi.link slash visit hope to see you soon well so the reason why i didn't choose to like study math for example yeah exactly like, when is, you have um, a skill set in math and you're looking at this and you, you stumbled upon computer science why not math or why not some sort of mm-hmm. other science it's like this is also true of other engineering majors but like with engineering and computer science, you can build something. You yeah. can be like, look, like I made this. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. And whether it's a project you build in like an hour or something you build over weeks, like it's something that you could show someone like, this is what I did. Like, this is how I spent my time. And just being able to create things like for other people and for yourself is like really cool. Um, and I, so another interest was like graphic design and art. And like, it's just great to be able to make something like with math. 
you might not be making something. <laughs> you might be like proving theory, which there's nothing wrong with math, but it's just definitely um, cool to be able to build like things that you can be using all yeah. the time, right? Like yeah. everybody has a phone, right? Well, not everybody has a phone. Lots of people have phones. <laughs> right. um, lots of people have computers. Um, most people have Facebook nowadays, and just being able to like show like the things that you use every day, I know how to make that is mm-hmm. really cool to me. Now, Izzy, were you always a gamer? Uh, I was actually kind of late, okay. like late into this. Uh, and I think in middle school, like I was all about books. Like I was reading so many books and then I don't know someone was like, you know, what's better than a book. Like this video game, <laughs> you have to play it. I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, I don't play video games. Do you but... know what's better than a book? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, I got really into it because, like, I feel like you're you, the you, person. I feel like you just like time traveled. Like, like, hey, eighteen hundreds, Izzy. You know what's better than that paper and ink that you're reading? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but it was so weird. But that was my transition, and I got hooked. Like, I I just got really hooked with the narrative structure of games. Um, yeah, just like making your choices, being in a different world. Um, yeah, going on an adventure. What kind of books did you read, or did you still read, or do you like? Uh, I read everything. Like. I was reading, you know, Twilight, whatever, John Grisham, just anything, like Harry Potter. Anything. So you're really all over the all over the map. Yeah. I wasn't into biographies. I was more into fiction. Fiction. Yeah. Okay. But um You like other worlds. Yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> World building. Yeah. Just uh, immersive. Um and then I think that's what made me like choose the high school I went to, because I went to a magnet high school. And I ended up being... Did you go to a Tech? Yeah. Wow, yeah. I went to a Tech. yeah. Um, I've been doing this for a little while. <laughs> I went to a Tech in computer science, so uh-huh. I did it for four years, and I didn't hate it. I, I really liked it. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, huh, I can keep doing this in college, but when I was in a Tech is when I was like, I want to do this and make games. Mm-hmm. So that's why I like specifically applied for the games major. Cool. Yeah. And what have you found now that you've been in it? Um, It's really good it has like it has some problems okay (laughs) but um everyone here is like really passionate about games which is really good um they teach us like modeling design programming and it's a lot like we don't even like really get to take tech electives because it's like you have to take all these classes because you focus them all into games yeah you you could you just chosen where you're gonna put them (laughs) by choosing games yeah so it's a lot of work but um I can definitely see, like, graduating and, like, being able to work on, like, any game. What types of games have you worked on so far? Uh, I worked on a VR game my sophomore year. It was called Elementera. I don't know if you know about it. No. Um, But it was a world-building game in VR, and uh, they made a company, so... They made a company? Yeah. Really? And um, they're at all the VR expos on campus, like, this week. Oh, really? hmm. Yeah, they're, they're around. They're going to GDC, but, um... I worked on that sophomore year, and uh, I was like, wow, like, we're doing this as students, like, we have access to, like, DK2s, Oculuses, and, like, wow, I'm a sophomore, and I get to, like, you know, borrow this, take it home, like, do my assignment, and then, like, work with the team. That's cool. Yeah, and that was just, like, I volunteered to be on that project. It's not even a class. Okay. But um, we have the opportunity to do that here. That's great. Yeah. And then you were working for, I'm sorry, which company was it that does uh, Call of Duty? Infinity War. Infinity War. Okay, yeah. cool. And then did you find that when you got into that, even though being the youngest, that you were, like, able to, like, okay, I know what I'm doing. Like, I can jump in here. I mean, girl, you're not going to know everything. Yeah. But, yeah. 
Uh, that's where it was, like, really cool to be on a specific team. Uh, I was on the UI team, which is, like, you know, front end. Okay. Um, but everyone was really tight. Um, I didn't feel, like, any pressure asking someone for help because, like, we're all in the same room for most of the time. Mm-hmm. I just, like, asked the person next to me. Um, so I can get a lot done. Cool. But uh, it's, yeah, pretty easy to ask someone for help. Cool. So let's talk about uh, Hack SE. You said you were involved, Shelly, in, in planning it. What, what was your role for HackSE or explain what HackSE is? Yeah. So HackSE is the largest student-run hackathon at USC, and I think it's been around for about three years. Yeah, a couple so years. So it happened first time. This must have been spring 2014. Okay. And then they had it fall 2014 and then fall 2015. Um, and I had had a role on the team the year previous and then in more like a subcommittee and then I was on like the like head committee um this year and that was around like eight people I think um and I specifically worked on like making sure the website was up and running and so mm-hmm. organizing making sure that each part of the website was getting done and then also doing a lot of development myself um with a couple other people and then just like general logistics stuff that everybody was doing on the team, yeah, making the sure, event. like, we get the venue we want, and, like, there are enough chairs for everyone to sit, and mm-hmm. there are enough tables for everyone to work at, and so that's what I, like, specifically did, because it was uh, more planning-oriented, but then I also did the web dev for the website. Um, it was really exciting. We had, we were trying to do, like, a different type of hackathon compared to a lot of the hackathons that were happening um, currently, and so a lot of hackathons have, like, 20 sponsors, yeah. which is c- kind of leads to a problem because you usually promise each of the sponsors they can, like, talk at the beginning part of the oh, opening ceremony, oh God. <laughs> which means that, like, opening ceremonies can last for, like, three hours, oh. which we're, like, that's not very fun. So uh, we ended up having, like, only a handful of sponsors so that that time would be a lot more useful to people that are participating. And then also each of the sponsors get like a little bit longer time to talk, but overall it's like an hour ceremony instead of something that drags on and on, which was really cool. Um, and that way it also gave like sponsors more like one-to-one um, time to talk to people. Um, but we're trying to do kind of something different and I think it worked out and everybody that I talked to had a good time. What was the different part other than the sponsors? Um, mm-hmm. um, so we tried to kind of keep it a little bit smaller, um, as well as, like, for example, um, LA Hacks is done in, like, one large room, mm-hmm. whereas we had it spread out through an entire building. So you could choose to be in, like, a larger part of the room, but you also could have, like, more private part. Um, so You're not a little like bit a different gym. layout. Like, like, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. LA did in, uh, like, a huge, like, basketball yeah. arena, right? We did it in um, Annenberg, actually. Yeah. So, um, and then we also did a like career fair type event after like one of the dinners one day um that also like separated the sponsors helping people build their projects from sponsors trying to get people to like work for their company Mm. um so if you wanted a job like that opportunity was there and there was like a specific time for it but you could also just like talk to them about what they do and um how to like implement something on your project if you wanted to do that but Mm. hopefully separate the two just because they're Things that I feel like if you go to a hackathon, you might find annoying. And so we were just trying to see, like, oh, this is, like, something we didn't like that other people do. So mm-hmm. let's try to figure out how to make it not annoying. What were some cool things that came out of the hackathon this year? Or actually, how many people were there? Um, I'm not sure. 
I knew the exact number. I think it was a little bit higher than that. It might have been 500. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the year before, it was a lot bigger. Yeah. Because we didn't cap the, <laughs> the attendance so on So you it. wanted it at a certain level. Like, you didn't want to let it go too crazy. You wanted it manageable. Yeah. Okay. Just because there are some hackathons where they don't necessarily plan for that, and then people end up, like, sitting in hallways, and oh. it's not <laughs> You wanted it to be a good experience for everybody. But what were some cool things that came out of that? What was, like, the winners for the winner, if you remember? Let's see. I think I might have been running around during the final presentation. <laughs> a little too busy. There, right? there was, yeah. what was this, um, a connect thing that would scan you, and then, like, Mm, I remember. They uh, unlock a door or shoot you, they, right? Well, With yeah, a Nerf gun. So they had a and it was like, yeah. it would scan. That's aggressive. It would scan you, and like, mm-hmm. if you were the correct person, it would like unlock the door. But like, if you weren't, like, it would be like a Nerf gun, just like click. <laughs> and it was like, wow. I think another one, they used like a bunch of APIs from the different sponsors. So they'd use like a Disney API, it was a iPhone app. But essentially, you could connect four different iPhones to one screen. Um, and each screen, there's like quadrants um, yeah. for that. And each iPhone controlled like one of the screens. And you could do like a few different things. I think like uh, each screen was a different instrument. So like if you tapped it, it would play like part of the instrument. And then like you could change colors and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, but how is Disney's API working on that? Hey everyone, this is Paul. Sorry for the interruption, but I wanted to let you know about a new feature we just unlocked. It's about sending us questions or comments via text. If you go to your podcast player, check the show notes. There's a link there that says, send us a question or comment. It may be on our next episode. So go in there, send us a little quick text message. Let us know what your questions are. Let us know what your comments are. We'd love to hear from you. So we can't wait to see it. Now back to the episode. I don't remember specifically. I, didn't use it. <laughs> I don't remember specifically how they used it. I just remember that they won the API prize for okay. uh, that as well. So, what were some of the other sponsors in the APIs that were available? Um, there was Disney, Microsoft, Apple, and then Two Sigma. What is Two oh, Sigma? Yeah. They are data analytics. Okay. Um, the winner of their prize used it to uh, analyze the sentiment of Yelp reviews. So it was oh. like read the Yelp review and then like. Uh, analyze the words and figure out like positive, like negative, and like so like happy, a quick, frustrated, exactly. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. That's mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah, I like that. Really, really interesting because then you start classifying things about what your customers' experiences are actually like, rather than that, that was my one friend doing that alone, trying to figure it out, and she just like. She worked on that the whole time really? by herself, and she won. And wow. the prize was like four Fitbits, and I was like, "What are you going to do with that?" Because <laughs> it was two on each arm, team. just like yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. One in each arm, one in each ankle, oh. <laughs> and then you see which one's more accurate. Yeah. <laughs> just, you see her walking around oddly like just a like, gorilla yeah. the whole time. <laughs> so, what is the Association for Computing Machinery uh, (ACM)? Mm-hmm. How does that fit into the landscape here of coders and computer scientists? So we kind of associate ourselves as the (laughs) professional organization for computer science. Like there's like ASBME for BMEs and Mm -hmm. ACM would be the one for computer science. The only like I think challenge that I think comes with being the professional work for computer science is that there's just like so many different areas within computer science that there's not one profession for computer science. It's like kind of hard to explain all the things we do just because we 
like, do a lot. Do a lot. Um, try to cater to almost everyone, but it's a little hard because some people like computer graphics, some people like doing backend, and there's just so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, some of the things we do are we do a lot of like job related things. So we have an event called Industry Night where we bring in different. Um, sponsors, companies, recruiters, engineers, just for people to talk to, people that are hiring, so that if you mm-hmm. want to get a job, you come to this event. Um, we also do tech talks with specific companies, so a lot of times either we'll reach out to a company or a company is looking for someone to help them organize something for computer science students, and so they come and talk about what their company does or something specific within mm-hmm. the company. Um, and then we also do a mentorship program, which is just generally trying to connect um, upperclassmen to underclassmen or transfer students uh, so that they can get help with homework or just like understanding how SC works. Yeah. Um, we also do, we try to do about one hackathon per semester, um, which is much smaller than Hack SC. Sure. Usually about 70 people, although the one that we yeah. are planning this weekend has a lot more than 70 people registered. You don't want to plan this weekend? Yeah, yeah. tomorrow. Ooh. Tomorrow? Yeah. Okay, so tell us about that. All right, uh, so it's the ACM Mobile Hackathon. Uh, We just want everyone to come out, do an iOS or Android um, app. It can be anything. It can be a game. Um, But we just want to encourage people to uh, do something specifically for mobile. And uh, just it's going to be 26 hours, so not not as long as, like, the big ones. But enough time to, like, get a a small demo going. And um, the great thing is that I feel like the ones we throw are, like, not not too much pressure like uh i think my first hackathon i did here was in the same it was hack sc 2013 and there were like 50 people (laughs) but um it was like a great entry into like doing hackathons because um i didn't know anything i was a freshman yeah and uh did an android app but um learned a lot met a lot of people so it's just like it's a good experience for like anyone to workshop yeah Yeah, so this this weekend is just a big 26 hour workshop like come play and see what could happen Yeah. yeah That's cool. And are you guys, will you be developing for it, or are you guys just running it, or? Running, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so, like, a lot of people have signed up, so we just got to make sure we have rooms and food for everyone. So we're going to be running around. So it's a very free-form hackathon, just mobile as the only rule? Yeah. Yeah, we do have one, uh, like, company prize, because uh, mm. Ticketmaster will be having like their API available. Really? And so if you use the Ticketmaster API, um, they're going to pick their favorite and give them like tickets to any Ticketmaster thing. So explain for our audience, if people don't know like what an API is and how these APIs are actually really cool to play with when provided by a sponsoring company. Okay. Uh, well, (laughs) that's a big question. (laughs) Unbox Um, it as best you can. So a lot of companies have APIs for their product. API stands for? Oh my god. We use the term all the time. We do. Something something interface, I would assume. Uh yeah. Uh I can't remember the exact <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Yeah. Um So API so tell us about APIs. So they allow us to use the company's like software, like to have access to maybe their database or something. Okay. And it allows you to integrate it into whatever app you have. So um for example, uh Fandango for movies. Um, if I want to make like a quick and easy, like my top three movies of all time thing, Mm -hmm. um, we could use the Fandango API to like grab like all the ratings, all the show times that they had, Mm -hmm. um, and then like send it to your friends. But we would have their API, use their database, uh, query stuff from it. Right. 
But it kind of unlocks their stream of data that yeah. they have that's proprietary to them, right? Mm -hmm. Or sometimes uh, images or information or things that you could actually use that are appropriate, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Another popular example is like being able to log in through Facebook or Google yeah. <laughs> on your app. Got so. it. Okay. Cool. Good stuff. Now, um, what is next for both of you? Where do you want to go with the idea of computer science? You know. um, in the next year, in the next five years. <laughs> you tell years. me. Um, <laughs> I have an idea. It's, okay. it's like very vague, sure. but like I want to develop more immersive experiences. And that like that's pretty big, but like I can yeah. feel myself headed in that direction. Like mm. who knows if that's VR or if that's like a new kind of game. Like I don't really know, but it's what I'm leaning toward. Okay, yeah. this is your junior year, right? Yeah. Okay, and so you you still got another year to, <laughs> to, to figure, figure out what something you out. Do. <laughs> do you know what you're doing this summer? Uh, I'm going back to Infinity Ward. Infinity Ward. Okay. Yeah, just want to working on some sort of super secret project. You're not allowed to tell anybody. To <laughs> well, uh, like it's not out. So yeah. Oh, so you're still be working on yeah. Call so of Duty. I just like want to be around for like the launch and stuff. <laughs> that would be cool. That's yeah, gonna, be cool. I want to go to E3 and stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, will you get your name like on the credits? Like, will you be listed as one? I'm of the... pretty sure because I am working on it. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's Sweet. cool. Like, you get to point that out. <laughs> yeah. That's <I> guess awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Um. So I've always wanted to work in health, health. which, like, there are a couple companies that are like more software engineering based and work on health. They're not necessarily in the places I want to work. Okay. Um, so I think that I, I've done a couple internships with Google and then I'll be doing an internship with Facebook and I really like both of those companies. And I'm thinking that you're interning this coming summer. With uh, Facebook? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm thinking that I will probably end up working for a larger tech company for mm -hmm. a few years. Hopefully a like health related project will come up that I'll be able to, grab onto. If not, I think working at like a large company and getting a lot of experience and then trying to sure. work at like a health related startup is probably the path mm -hmm. for me. What is it about health that, that you want to, why do you want to work in health? Mm -hmm. Where does that calling come from? Um, so I guess back when I was like trying to decide my major, I was like, yeah. should I be pre-med and become a doctor? Should I be computer science? Um, I didn't really math, want to go like to. Those are only two yeah. options, right? Like, yeah. I, I think it, it was like, way major in math and then be pre-med or do computer science. And yeah. that was kind of the, where I was trying to decide. Um, and then I ended up choosing computer science cause I was like, I can still work on health yeah. in computer science. Yeah. Um, and I didn't really want to go to med school. So <laughs> that was also part of it. Um, but just kind of a general interest in, um, biology and like how our bodies work and how diseases affect people. Specifically, I want to work on something that deals with cancer just because that's, issue that has affected my family a lot and I've always had interest in trying to figure out like how can we best treat that how can we cure this disease because it affects so many people right yeah well it's kind of a perfect time for that with the idea of personalized medicine mm -hmm. and all of the new you know Apple's open source health apps and everyone Google my health chart like everybody's trying to figure out the people I think are leaning on computer science or technology solutions to solve health issues. Um, and so there's never been a better time. I mean, we're the, we're the people that have, if most people have a smartphone or some sort of way to track data, mm -hmm. uh, personalized medicine is, is right there. It's right around the corner and, and it's going to need more, more computer scientists to do that than anybody else, which is great. Yeah. Very cool. Um, 
when um, do you say you're interviewing for Facebook this coming summer? Mm-hmm. Do you know what you'll be doing for them? Yeah, um, I'll be working in the Boston office on uh, security infrastructure. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I forgot about that. You're both in the yeah, hacking minor. minor. Yeah. Where does that fit into all these plans? <laughs> Applied computer security. Um, so I actually took ITP 125 with uh, Joe Greenfield. Yeah. And it was probably one of the most like entertaining slash interesting classes I've ever taken. <laughs> um, and all the teachers that I've had in the like security ITP department have just been like super awesome and their classes that I like want to go to every single time because I'm just really interested in hearing what they have to say. Okay. Um, it's very applicable. Like, like right now in the world today, you're going to go do something with what you walk out of that class with. Yeah. Um, that's the other part of it is like everything you learn, they're like, okay, this is like some knowledge and then here's a tool and why it's applicable and like why you should learn how to do this. Um, so you come out with the skill, even if like, you're listening to a lecture that's a bunch of knowledge base. It's like definitely very pick, applicable for um, specifically forensics, and then also in the um, ethical hacking yeah. classes. <laughs> ethical hacking. Yeah. So what do you, what are you two capable of right now that we probably would be scared about? Oh no. Mm, I. I <laughs> like, scared. I've never seen them get so tight lipped. Because like, <laughs> it's not a acceptable skill <laughs> what do you mean um i guess like i'm pretty good at lock picking now <laughs> like, oh like the physical lock picking yeah. i think joe talked about that yeah, yeah. Talked yeah. About, like, um, locks. i mean like i've had two midterms on that so i'm like pretty on how to pick locks <laughs> yeah physical locks or actual physical because that that kind of that combination because of... like the best access to something right is physical access mm-hmm. to like mm. Right, like if you're trying to get into something, mm-hmm. if you were actually at the computer, that's the best access you could have. Hmm. Wow. Two midterms on lockpicking. It's because I have, I took two of his classes already, that's why. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> and he's he's a fan of the practice. <laughs> fan of this, the, yeah, lockpicking, being in front of the computer, and social engineering type stuff. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, cool. This is great. Um, do you, if you were to do this whole thing all over again, like, where time travel, you go back, you start over high school as a young girl. Um, would you do anything different? Based I would probably just line? start learning as soon as possible. There, There's so many resources online, like Code School, Code Academy. There, there's so many different things you can learn just, like, by Googling on the Internet. Yeah. That that's, like, a four-year head start. <laughs> like, right. Um, but, I mean, I'm in a good place now, so it's not like I feel like I'm behind, but right. just there are so many free resources out there that you can have as a freshman in uh, high school. So that's probably what I would do. But Yeah. Yeah. I feel like in high school, I joined too many orgs, like okay. key club, everything. And it's just like, you know, like I need to get into a good college. So let me like join all these orgs. You're just but, filling out your resume. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, I really should have stuck to the ones that I actually cared about yeah. more so. And I would say if I had to go back, I would probably like not join so many and have more time to figure out like do more fulfilling like. things that yeah. Like, yeah. made a difference in your life and learn something and did something. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you believe? I mean, coding is a skill set and the fact like learning how to code and doing that is one thing, but more and more since we're doing that, which is great. But what is something that you think in your interactions today with computer scientists, male or female, that 
is a skill set that 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 is missing. You know, like because there's people that are great coders. That doesn't mean they're great, you know, computer scientists or, or project leaders or, you know, what's what's the thing that you think people need to start? If you lean too heavy on coding, you miss out on this. Uh, some people don't know how to convey their ideas, and some okay. people have some, like really awesome ideas. But when I try to like ask them about it, yeah, it's like not coming across. Yeah, like, and it takes a couple tries. Sure, I feel like. That's a skill. Like, I don't know how we can teach that, but it's, like, being personable, being able to use the right words. Yeah. Um, that's really important. Well, working in teams where you're constantly communicating as yeah. well, right? Yeah. I mean, that's where that comes up, I think, the most, where you're like, I don't get what you're trying to do. <laughs> exactly. And then they're mad that you don't want to do what they want to do, and you're like, nah, I just don't understand. Like, yeah. tell me what you're, what you're getting at. Um, I think the one thing I've noticed just from working in group projects, like, there are so many different things in computer science and different technologies that, like, you're probably not going to know how to use every single one um, for a given project. Yeah. And just being able to, on your own, like, Google, how do I do this? <laughs> mm -hmm. And be able to look at online resources and figure it out um, is a skill that some people don't have and don't understand that, like, if, if I Google this and Google the correct terms, like, the answer will pop up on one of the web pages. Right. Um, which, it saves some time from like your superiors or other people that are, might be mentoring you, but also like in the long run, you're going to end up doing that for a lot of the projects that you have. And so it's right. a skill that's definitely necessary with computer science. When you're saying people don't have that skill, are they, are you saying that they come into something like, well, I don't know how to do that. So <laughs> whatever, I guess I'm not going to do that. Or they just like try to force a square peg into a round hole by doing something else entirely. Yeah. Like, no, look, all we have to do is try a different <laughs> approach. Yeah. Yeah. It's like people are ashamed or they're afraid of saying like, oh, I Googled it. But like, that's what the person you're about to ask is going to do. Yeah. <laughs> like they're going to yeah. Google it and get back to you. Yeah. And I don't think you should be afraid of Googling something. The number of students I had yeah, in like, data structures that would be like, I have this error. <laughs> I was like, have you Googled it? And they're like, no. <laughs> and I, so I would just like copy the error in front of them, put it in Google, click on the first link. And I'm like read this and they're like oh so here, so i think i know the answer to this question are they majority men i don't think so no it's just, just something we i don't know if i've i think it's a pride thing attention. kind of because yeah that's where i'm getting like i, I would <laughs> imagine men with a certain sense of pride would be like i don't know what's wrong i don't know how to do this hmm. i don't know if i've paid attention enough to the gender of the people that have asked that question i think at last semester's hackathon like both genders just like kept having like android questions and mm -hmm. i would just google it and i'm like why didn't you google? <laughs> yeah. i think it's everyone yeah, yeah. i think there's just okay. like a stigma about like googling your problems or it, could, it 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 can't be that easy yeah right it's like it can't be that easy it must be more complicated mm -hmm. you're like no it's just just check it out mm -hmm. yeah i mean like i often get questions like well how do you know how to do like we're talking about video editing and stuff that we do like how do you know how to video editing i'm like I don't know. I just went online and said, "How do you video edit?" And yeah, and and went from there. I actually and I love the uh, um, "Let me Google that for you." Yeah. Link. yeah, I often send people that link when they ask me a question. So how do you can you how do you know how to do X, Y, and Z? And so I always send them a link of like, "Let me Google that for you." <laughs> One of my favorite websites. All right, cool. Well, uh, this is really cool. Yeah. You guys are doing some awesome stuff. Good luck with the hackathon this weekend. Yeah, Thanks. I'm excited to see what comes of it, uh, and good luck with 
Facebook and, and definitely working back on Call of Duty stuff. That's awesome mm-hmm. stuff. You guys are doing great, great things. Uh, and I think that's a yeah. pretty good stopping point. Yeah? yeah, I think so. Cool. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Very cool. We'll get you out of here. It's Friday. you got to go <laughs> relax. Go enjoy your weekend. We'll yeah. work hard. And <laughs> hackathon. Yeah.